Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray. And folks, we are broadcasting from inside beautiful Renaissance Bank in the garden spot, as far as I'm concerned, Alpharetta, Georgia. And folks, if you are tired of the big bank experience, and you know what I'm talking about, uh, you can't get a live person to save your soul, um, here's an idea. Go to renaissancebank.com and find their local office and give them a call. And I think what you'll find is Renaissance, this is my experience in a way, that Renaissance is big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them as a business, but they're small enough to do it in a personal way. They deal with their clients in a personal way, and again, that's my experience. So go to renaissancebank.com and give them a call. I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Dr. Jason Reingold. And Dr. Reingold, he likes to be called Jason. Thank you. Jason is uh, with the Georgia Cardiovascular and Primary Care here in Alpharetta. Thanks, John. I'm going to say Dr. Reingold, first question, okay? Sure. Only the first question. Okay, okay. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a great opportunity. Um, We just opened our office in Alpharetta a couple weeks ago, so we appreciate the warm hospitality, and it's a privilege to speak to all of the Residents of North Fulton. Yeah, well, thank you. We're delighted you're here, and well, and congratulations on opening your office. Thank you. So let's talk a little bit about you, give everyone an introduction to you and your uh, practice. How are you serving folks out there? Great. So like I said, um, we just opened up in Alpharetta. Mm-hmm. This will be our third or fourth location in Georgia, cardiovascular and primary care. Mm-hmm. As a practice, we've been around for 20-plus years serving Sandy Springs, Tucker, Riverdale and Conyers, and now we're really excited to have ended up in Alpharetta. Right. It's been a great reception, and we're just so excited about how we can help the small business owners and the community of Alpharetta and North Fulton. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, uh, cardiovascular and primary care, let's talk about what that means for you. Yeah, so it's a it's an interesting um, it's an interesting hybrid practice, and that's kind of the first question that people ask. Mm-hmm. So the we're actually made up of three cardiologists and one primary care doctor. Um, all of us have an interest in kind of preventive cardiology, so we're here to help patients um, prevent heart attacks and strokes. As simple as that, but we also cover the full kind of comprehensive cardiovascular care, which means if you've got symptoms or you've already had a heart attack or have heart failure or have any of the real conditions, we're here to serve you. But what we kept hearing from residents of North Fulton, especially the Alpharetta area, is this interest in preventing heart disease before it gets established. And so that's what we're really excited. We've got some new ideas on how to do that. And we're really excited to speak to small business owners and residents of the community about that. Let's talk about the scope of the problem, Jason, if we can. You, you've shared with me, I'll call it the 7% problem, I'll let you, and I'll let you describe that 7%. It's an appalling figure. Yeah, so what you're um, referring to, if your listeners haven't heard it, this was a headline that came out on July 5th, mm-hmm. and it was a study that showed only 7% of Americans are in good cardiometabolic health. And we have to kind of digest that, what that means. But um, 
let's just suffice it to say that it didn't say excellent. It didn't say optimal. That was only good cardiometabolic health. Wow. And so this is a wake-up call for mm-hmm. everybody. And we can talk a little bit more what does good cardiometabolic health mean. But it's just important for us to realize that although we think heart disease is going away, it's not. Mm. And the risk factors, the underlying conditions that lead to more heart disease, as you can see from the study, is only rising. So it's a, it's a good wake-up call mm-hmm. for us to start this conversation. And this is not pandemic-related, correct? So that's a, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of um, people who will certainly share stories where they had worse outcomes during the pandemic because there was just a fear of going to the doctor, going Mm. to the hospital. Mm. This data that we're talking about and the new data from the American Heart Association, those are all actually from 2018 and 2019. Uh. So it takes a few years to catch up. So yes, this data is even before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And I would argue, um, based on myself, that the numbers are a lot worse. I've certainly, as well as probably all of us out there, have opportunities to improve our cardiometabolic health coming out of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. For sure. Uh, So in cardiovascular disease is still what, number one, number two, in terms of uh, cause of death? Well, unfortunately, it's number one. Number one, okay. So, um, and this is not something as a cardiologist I'm proud of. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, you are more likely to die from a heart attack or stroke than any of the forms of cancer combined and any of the other conditions. Probably the next one is lung disease. Even if you add up all the deaths from lung disease and all the deaths from cancers, cardiovascular disease is still the number one killer. Mm. And I think the other thing that's important when we talk about cardiovascular disease, um, many of us have had friends who have had heart attack or strokes and they've survived. Believe it or not, still, you're more likely to die from a stroke than you are to survive it. And in fact, in 2019, someone is dying of a stroke every three minutes and 30 seconds. In the United States? In the United States. Wow. So we think of stroke as something that, you know, puts you in the hospital for a day or two, and then you go to rehab for a couple of weeks. But unfortunately, we're talking death. Mm. So we still got a long way to come, and we hope that our practice can be a resource for the community to help change those statistics. Folks, we're here chatting with Dr. Jason Reingold, and uh, Jason is with the Georgia Cardiovascular and Primary Care Office right here in Alpharetta. So, Jason, you talked about prevention, and prevention is one of those things that, you know, I think uh, we as the consumer, we like to think we're um, taking all the actions we ought to take, but that's really where we fall down on the on the job, I guess, as it were, right? I, I think, you know, and we as cardiologists are partly to blame for this, Um the first step in prevention is figuring out what is your risk. Mm. And I will be honest with everyone that we're all at risk. Mm. And what maybe we, we need to do a better job is helping people figure out where they are on that risk spectrum. Mm. Are you low risk, medium risk, and high risk? And the other thing that makes this really complicated, which again is due to us as doctors ourselves, is that we have tried to take ideas from a population and apply them to the individual patient sitting in front of us. But, you know, that doesn't work. And so you'll hear 
doctor saying, you know, you have a low Framingham risk score, or you have a high MESA score, or you have a middle pulled risk score. It's really confusing to understand <laughs> how you can be low risk in one group and high risk in another group. Right. And so part of what we have to do at the individual, you know, small business owner level or individual community level is separate what is your individual risk, what is your precision, what is your personalized risk compared to what is the risk out of, you know, the 250 million people that we may be looking at in Georgia. Mm. And it, it's something challenging that every cardiologist has to deal with because when I'm looking in front of you, there's a lot of risk factors that may not be captured by this old Framingham risk score or this old other risk scores, but that are new and evolving to you. Mm. And so it's, it's, a, it's a problem that we've created and it's something that we're trying to solve you know, at the individual level in our practice. So you, and I appreciate you taking the fall for this, uh, Dr. Reinke, but you know, um, in, in, uh, dentistry, for example, what I read is like half of all, um, people don't even go to the dentist. Right. So, you know, this is like, this is like on us too. Right. I mean, so, so let's talk about maybe the prevention strategies that you talk to your patients about someone comes in and says, "Okay, I'm I give up. I want to I want to know," um, and that's probably a, a a a factor right there. Just wanting to know, right? I think that's the first step. Is saying, you know, we everybody says you are you you are what your genetics say, uh huh, and we disagree with that. So we say your genetics shape you, but it's really your environmental and lifestyle that can override that. So the first thing, as you said, is being a partner mm -hmm. and coming and saying, what does my genetics say? And then what does my choices say? And just you coming to us and saying, I want to be a part of that. I want to have that discussion. I think that would do tremendous value in decreasing the burden of heart disease in this country. Wow. Just, just showing up. That. Yeah. Yeah. Take, taking responsibility and showing up. So I've decided to take responsibility and show up. I come to your office. What happens? That's a, that's a, that's a great question. And, and like I said, that's the main thing we're asking people is just show up today. Okay. So I think the first thing that we like to do is we're going to honestly just shut up and listen. And that's different. That's a different approach. We want to understand and we want to hear first and foremost, what is it that motivates you? What is your purpose for coming here? Mm. Because that's going to be very powerful in the treatment strategies and the behavior strategies that we're going to talk about. So that's the first thing I got to understand. Then we're going to do a bit of a different history probably than you've ever had. We're going to try to understand what are the eight elements of what we think is optimal health and figure out where you are on that spectrum. And just doing that is eye-opening for many patients. Let's talk, I mean, we probably don't have time to talk about all eight, but let's just talk about a few. Like what, what are some of the things you have in mind there that you talk about? Sure. So, and, and there's a great tool that I can leave your, um, some of your listeners after mm -hmm. the show. Mm -hmm. But um, we think about four to five big behaviors and four to five just health features of yourself. Mm. So let's talk about what are the kind of um, 
health characteristics that everyone needs to know about themselves. It's your blood pressure, your blood sugar, your blood cholesterol. And then those are just some of the basic biological principles that if you've had a primary care doctor, you probably know those. Mm -hmm. Then we need to talk about what are some of the health behaviors and pillars of a healthy lifestyle. And that's going to be your diet, your activity level, your sleep level. And this is a new one that just came. So, so I'm glad that we're finally recognizing and talking about that. Mm -hmm. Relationships. And really, those are some of the, the top four or five that we look at. And we can talk about some of the newer other ones, but it's really, oh, and sorry, I've got to mention stress. Mm. That is, that is a, another big one, and uh, right. I'm feeling that as we speak right now. <laughs> so, uh, so I can't believe I forgot that one. But yeah. um, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't imagine how much stress can contribute to not only heart disease, but also just general quality of life and symptoms of wanting to get optimal health. What you're talking about is something much more integrative and much more holistic than what the typical approach is to medicine, right? That, that's exactly right. We are you know, actually launching what I think is the first of its kind in Metro Atlanta, which is a dedicated, integrative cardiology practice. Mm -hmm. And you are right that, um, that this is a new way of thinking about it. It is a way that combines you know, lifestyle medicine, integrative holistic medicine with the best of what you know, I call traditional or conventional cardiology. Mm -hmm. And we're doing this because there is, unfortunately, what we call just residual risk. Even mm -hmm. if you go to the best doctor, whether it's at Wellstar, Piedmont, Northside, and we work with all those doctors, there's still a risk. Even if you're on the best medications, mm -hmm. aspirin, statin, you got the best stent, you got the best surgery by the best surgeon, there's still a residual risk. Mm -hmm. And we finally have come to understand that that is from some of these additional pillars or elements of essential heart health. And those just don't get addressed in the traditional cardiology practice. It's broken, and we hope that this solution will be welcomed by the community. I can see why it would be, Dr. Jason Gold. Rheingold is with us, folks. Georgia Cardiovascular and Primary Care. So um, let, let's talk briefly about stress because this is something that I think uh, um, I heard someone talking about trauma and how folks do not identify themselves as having trauma. But when you start talking about stress and talk about it from that angle, you find that they have experienced what would equate to trauma in their lives. So talk about the, the, the impact of stress on cardiovascular health in particular. Yeah, that, that's a, a great question. And it's, again, something we're learning more and more about every day. So I don't want to say that we have all the answers, but we certainly are learning what are the right questions to ask. Mm -hmm. And we're finally acknowledging that that has to be a part of optimal cardiovascular health. So when we're stressed as probably I'm feeling right now and many uh, small business owners are feeling coming out of COVID. Mm -hmm. um, it results in just a, a heightened um, inflammatory state in your body. It causes the release of stress hormones in your body. And um, many of you have probably heard of the fight 
or flight response. Mm. It's the, you know, think of it, our cavemen running away from the saber-toothed tiger. Yeah. It's a great response to have in the short term. It is a, it is a unhealthy adaptation to have in the long term. And so unfortunately, just think of these hormones and chemicals continually pounding on your heart and blood vessels. And um, we, it just doesn't give our heart, our blood vessels, the time to relax and repair that they need. Mm. And that's a very oversimplified view, but um, at least it's enough to get it into the equation of why we need to address this and to help people understand why it's a dangerous um, part of the vicious cycle that can lead to premature heart attack and strokes. Got it. So, um, stress and these other, um, seven, eight, nine factors that you talked about, you go through that, you do, do, I guess what amounts to a questionnaire, uh, uh, in a, in a dialogue with a patient, um, you get results from that. What happens next? Yeah, I think that's the first part is yeah. the questionnaire. The second part is we, we believe in just making the diagnosis. Mm. So we, we say, don't guess, you know, you've got to diagnose and mm. test. And really what has changed most is the understanding that a heart attack and stroke is the end game. Mm. It is just the tip of the iceberg. And so what our diagnosis and diagnostic tests work on is the whole iceberg, what's underneath the heart attack and stroke. So we are looking for tests that will help us identify plaque in the arteries of your neck, in the arteries of your heart, in the arteries of your legs. Mm -hmm. And the presence of this plaque is a precursor to developing that fatal heart attack or stroke. And we believe that that identification is probably more accurate, and it's been actually proven to be more accurate than these other risk scores that exist. So that's really what our focus on in diagnostic testing is, identifying that presence of that plaque. Now, in our integrative programs, we also do a lot more testing that's looking at other new markers of inflammation. We're looking at other components of metabolism. We're looking at activation of the immune system. So those are a lot of, you know, a lot of buzzwords that I don't want people to get thrown out into. Mm -hmm. But again, it's when you're looking at the individual person in front of you, when you're talking about making a personalized and precision care, we've got to go a bit above and beyond what is considered traditional testing. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So the patient comes out with a game plan, I guess, as it were. So that's the end game. That's mm -hmm. what we're trying to give you is a personalized set of treatment recommendation. Now, what's different, I think, and what's unique about our integrative approach is that we're not here just to give you a 200-page printout. We're here to understand what are your beliefs, what are your values, and we want to make shared decision-making with you. Mm. You know, we believe that there's the right treatment for the right patient at the right time. You may not want to hear that it's time for you to be a vegan. You may not want to hear that you need to start running 180 minutes a week. Right. You may not be ready to hear that you need to be on a statin. So that's what it goes back to the first question I said is, what is your purpose? What is your motivation? And again, what are your cultural, your religious, your underlying beliefs? Mm. We want you to go home with a plan that's something you are going to champion mm. and you're going to partner with. 
It does us no good if I prescribe you a medicine that you have no interest in taking. And it does us no good, you know, if you can't even walk five minutes to talk about, you know, the AHA recommendation of 180 minutes. Mm, right. Got it. So let's talk, let's shift gears here for just a second and talk about, I guess, what I know a lot of people that are covered by insurance think immediately is, is it covered by insurance? And the, you know, I think some people are cynical about insurance companies and all that talk about our insurance companies covering preventive care, like what you described. Yeah. So let me start by saying I'm with everyone. I've got a high deductible plan. My, my deductible, I think, is seven thousand or five seventy five hundred dollars. So I'm I'm with everyone on Obamacare. Yeah. And so the short answer is, unfortunately, the type of preventive care that your cardiologist wants to deliver to you is not currently covered and paid for the way it should be. Right. So what we try to do is we try to figure out um, what your insurance does cover. Mm-hmm. And be very transparent with you. Even if a service is covered, the second problem is if you've got a high deductible plan like your, like I do, how are you going to pay for the bill that all this testing costs? If you were to go to a hospital-based system, you're probably going to get a bill for thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter whether you have insurance or not. That's your out-of-pocket costs. Right. So what we have tried to do to better serve the business owners and the residents in North Fulton is come up with some very discounted self-pay rates. And you can use these whether you've got insurance that has a high deductible like myself, whether you don't have insurance. You can even use these if you're not one of our patients. Mm. So for example, if your doctor ordered and thinks that you need to have a stress test or an ultrasound, you can call any of the local hospitals and get a price for them. And then you can call us and I guarantee you we'll have it cheaper. And so those are some of the things that we're trying to do to help business owners, help employees, help the residents deal with this healthcare cost crisis. It, mm-hmm. it really is a crisis. Well, and I think the notion, though, of um, what people have to do is compare whatever the cost is of prevention versus the long-term cost of not doing anything, right? So, I mean, um, uh, because you're talking about your life here, right? It's hard. I mean, I think it's, it's easy. It's easy to say that, but, um, it is hard. And we understand that, you know, everyone is in, you know, difficult times right now Mm -hmm. coming out of COVID. Mm -hmm. And we do try to offer different programs for different, different patients based on what their financial situation is. But you're certainly correct that, um, just having insurance may or may not be the answer for preventive care. Right. And all we can ask patients is whether it's with us or whether it's with any doctor, just take that first step, just call them, try to be, uh, you know, an educated consumer, ask what would the cost be of getting some of these initial screenings? You know, you can get a, a very good, you know, basic screening. Um, many of those with some basic labs and a basic doctor visit can be covered with most insurances. Mm-hmm. So it's a way to get your foot in the door. It's that initial step. It may not be the most precise or most, most personalized, but you know what? I'd love it if just every listener starts with that today. Sounds like great advice from uh, Dr. Jason Reingold. Uh, Jason, you have a great story that 
illustrates, I, I guess, the the value of preventative care and how that can be surprisingly important. We're not talking about just old guys like me. We're, we're talking about young people as well. Tell that story. Yeah, I mean, sadly, there's a, a whole bunch of stories yeah. um, that go with this. I think one of them that that speaks to me is the loss of my friend. Um, unfortunately, he passed away at the age of 40 due to mm. sudden cardiac death. Mm. Nothing to his fault. Mm-hmm. You know, he had great medical care. Um, like I said, heart disease is just a, a killer. And mm. we're learning more and more that this is a disease of the blood vessels. It's a disease of the vasculature. And like we said, there are just certain genetic conditions that people may not know about. And those genetic conditions, we've got to identify them. Um, it's the same thing that happened to um, everyone asked me about the, the guru from The Biggest Loser. So Bob Harper, I think when he was in his young 50s, mm. he had a massive heart attack and was in a coma. And, you know, he's a model for, for optimal health. And so it just goes again to the importance of it's really the, the health of your blood vessels. That's what drives early heart attacks and early strokes. You can look great on the outside, but until you really know and understand how your blood vessels are functioning, you're operating in a black box. I had another story that was a a 17-year-old patient Mm. who presented to the emergency room with chest pain. Let's just say that's not your typical <laughs> patient when you when you think of heart disease, right? And um, you know, luckily somebody had enough you know good sense to ask the question. You know, let's dive deep into this. And she had a very rare condition called spontaneous coronary artery dissection. Mm-hmm. It's now becoming more and more recognized as the leading cause of killer in young women. Mm. But it just teaches us heart disease changes the face of heart disease and strokes will continue to change as our population change. We're seeing patients who are younger and younger, and unfortunately, they are getting more aggressive forms, more malignant forms of heart disease that is killing them earlier. Wow. Sobering thoughts and words from Dr. Jason Rheingold. And his practice, folks, is Georgia Cardiovascular cardiovascular and primary care. Um, so you've given us a lot to think about and a lot of reasons to be in touch. So Jason, give us your coordinates and how folks can be in touch with you. Well, again, thanks for the opportunity for us to, to preach. We really are here to try to help prevent heart attack and strokes. So if we can be of service to anyone, um, our phone number for our new flagship office, um, I'd love to invite anyone. I'll give you a personal tour of our office. Our phone number is 770-755-5825. I'd love for people to connect with me on Facebook. Our Facebook group is GA Cardiovascular and Primary Care or Dr. Jason Reingold. I'd love to get your thoughts and feedback on our website. It's www.georgiacardiovascular.com. That's G-E-O-R-G-I-A. C-A-R-D-I-O-V-A-S-C-U-L-A-R.com or www.drjasonreingold.com. And I'm learning about these QR codes, so we'll set up some stuff in the show notes. Well, and I will warn everyone that I'm new to Instagram, so I'll, I'll give it to you. It's G-A Cardiovascular. And uh, I hope to, to be learning 
how to do that a little bit better. Well, we're going to have links to all this in the show notes, folks. So uh, don't, if you're in the car driving, listening to this show, uh, don't worry about, about it. You can, uh, uh, and don't do it while you're driving. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we'll have links in the show notes, so you'll be able to check it out there. Dr. Jason Reingold, Georgia Cardiovascular and Primary Care. It's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for coming in. Thanks, John. And, and again, I appreciate the opportunity to serve. We are humbled to be welcome into the North Fulton and Alpharetta community. So thank you. Well, we're delighted to have you. So thank you. Hey, folks, just a, a quick thought and idea. If you're looking for a different way to bring your corporate team together, your uh, uh, small business team together in a team building activity, one that does not involve trips to the doctor afterward. <laughs> well, here's an idea. Go to ANS Culinary uh, Concepts and check them out. ASCulinaryConcepts.com is the website. Yes, they're an award-winning culinary studio, and they do corporate catering and uh, Big Green Egg boot camps. Those are fantastic, by the way. Um, but uh, executive chef Andrew Traub, he's the owner of the business as well. Uh, he's got a corporate team-building activity uh, that he does that's fantastic. And I've been out there several times, and they do really great work. So give him a call, 678-336-9196, and talk to him about it, and I think you'll be glad you did. And tell him we sent you, by the way. And, folks, we are coming up on show uh, number 500 somewhere along the way here. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, thank That's you. Exciting. Thank you. We're excited about that. Um, I've, it slips in my mind what number this one is, but we're coming up on number 500, and we're going to be celebrating that one big time. Um, but the point of that is that we're here to celebrate business. And we're great business leaders like Dr. Ryan Gold who do great work and they deserve for that work to be celebrated and they deserve to be found. So if you found something in this episode that leads you to want to share it, please do that. Uh, that's how we get the word out on the great work that these business leaders do. So if you could help us in that way, we would appreciate it. So for my guest, Dr. Jason Reingold, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.